so it's been a while and i don't know the last time i recorded happy new year and all the lovely greetings i hope everyone is having a decent new year actually more than decent because we don't settle for less here you know it's interesting for a long time when people would ask me how i was doing i was saying well i'm surviving and i was at work one day when i realized that i want to do more than survive i want to thrive I know it sounds cheesy and all, and I mean, especially in the crazy ass times we have been in, the idea of thriving seems so far-fetched. But if we don't try our best to work towards the lives we want to live, then what are we doing? Oh wow, where are my manners? Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of This Is Ours Podcast. If you are new here, hi, hello. I'm your host, Amina, and this is my podcast where our motto is to be unapologetically intentional. I cannot tell you how many times over the last six months I have sat down on my laptop to type up some stuff, how many times record podcasts was on my to-do list and sadly got bumped by other things. A lot has happened since the last time we had a chat. (laughs) Random fact. So I was scrolling through my stats on SoundCloud, was trying to do some moving here and there and SoundCloud gives you the option to see your top locations. And I checked my top locations for all time, like since I started the podcast, um, about two years ago next month, actually. And I got a list of like 41 countries. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was honestly so confused. I was talking to my best friend about it and I read through the list with her because like, that's what we do. Like she's the only one that encourages my madness. But anyways, I was so flabbergasted, but also I felt so validated and so loved Simi kept saying on my nights on the internet which makes a lot of sense but still for me it was insane to see that all these people from all these places had listened to my podcast but Simi was right it is on the internet so I actually wanted to give a quick shout out to all the countries um so just bear with me here um the United States Nigeria Canada United Kingdom and Ireland Shout out to all my friends and family because these were the countries I, c- I kind of expected plays from. Um, but still shout out to you for taking the time to listen. Um, Mexico, UAE, Spain, Indonesia, Sierra Leone, Colombia, Argentina, France, Australia, Brazil, India, Poland, Italy, Ghana, Denmark, South Africa, Switzerland, the Philippines, Vietnam, Ukraine, Thailand, Brunei, Dar es Salaam, Algeria, Egypt, Russia, Afghanistan, Germany, Morocco, Romania, the Bolivian Republic of Venezuela, Latvia, Tunisia, Chile, Serbia, Martinique, and Saudi Arabia. And yeah, just bear with me. I really just thought, I, I was going back and forth as to whether I wanted to include this in the episode, but I really just thought it was very important for me because this podcast means the world to me and the fact that people have taken the time out to listen to it I I can't even explain to you how much that means to me um it was weird because I ended up looking back at statistics and old episodes and just wow I feel like life really just took me by surprise I mean I think 2020 took a lot of people by surprise to say the least but still it's weird that there I was on my bed listening to some of my older episodes, so many things talked about, so many lessons learned, so many memories. I can place myself in those times, reflecting on where I was in my journey, what my life looked like. And with this in mind, before we dive into the topic of this episode, it's time for Gratitude Corner. If you are new, this is the part of the episode where I share what I'm grateful for. And honestly, I'm grateful for a lot. I think I shared a 
a song with you folks a while ago. Um, it's titled Even If and is by Mercy Me. And the song basically sums up this week's gratitude corner. The idea that oftentimes it's so hard to rest in the gratitude of the blessings in our lives when it seems like they are clouded by all the negative emotions, the anxiety, the depression, etc, etc. But the message of the song, at least the way I see it, is that even during those times we have to be intentional about the blessings in our lives. So in spite of all the rubbish negative emotions that seem to be looming in my life right now, here are my gratitudes. The past year has been tough on a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, some obvious and not some not so obvious, but I never want to forget to be grateful. So my gratitudes for this episode are threefold, but more so honestly just so many more. The first one I'm gr- grateful for is Kelowna. It has officially been almost three years since I uprooted my life and moved to a country I had never even visited with no families, no friends, no nothing. With four suitcases, I left the life I knew for what I did not know. If you have been following the podcast for a while, you know I've talked a lot about how difficult living in Kelowna has been for me this past few years. And maybe one day I'll do an episode on lessons learned, etc. But even in all these things, I'm grateful for Kelowna. You see, Kelowna allowed me to find my true self. I fell in love with myself in a way that I never thought was possible. Don't get me wrong, the journey of finding my identity was plagued with a lot of ugly confrontations. But I'm grateful for the opportunity to unlearn and learn so much. For the space to fall in love with my voice and what I have to say. On top of all of this, Kona has also given me the gift of a career, one that I'm passionate about. The gift of independence and so much more. So in spite of all the feelings, all the emotions... I have had to navigate, I'm saying thank you to Kelowna, but she has given me much more than I could ever repay her for. I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my blood family, but also in this gratitude, I think I'm speaking more to the family I've created for myself over the years. From my high school family, to my college family, to my Kelowna family, I have been so blessed to be constantly surrounded by individuals who pour love and support into my life, so shout out to you all, you know who you are. I am grateful for the privilege to live in a country where I have the privilege of opportunity. And in that, I'm grateful to be able to hustle to afford the things I want in my life, like a good apartment and a good car and all the other things I'm blessed with. And I know I said this gratitude was threefold, but again, I just want to shout out everyone who has ever taken the time to listen to this podcast. As I said, starting this podcast almost two years ago with all the breaks and hiatuses, I don't even know if that's a word, I have taken... It's honestly been such a blessing to have created a little space on the internet where I can truly be my authentic self intentionally and intentionally speak to the things that are important to me and the thoughts that are always just spinning around in my head. So thank you so much. If you've ever clicked on an episode, liked a picture on Instagram, downloaded, retweeted, commented, just shout out to you because you're the real MVP. What are some things you're grateful for? send me a dm i would love to hear them so today's episode is titled sincerely or minor why the title you might ask sometime last year or was it maybe the year before um i released an episode titled dear zakilo and it was an open letter to my dad filling him in on the five recurring things in my life at the time it was actually a very liberating experience. I spent the past few weeks, um, I spent the past few weeks reflecting on 
what episode I wanted to release. And coincidentally, the day this episode is released would have been my dad's 55th birthday. So this is a part two, I guess you could say a chapter two of the open letter. So as I said, I was reflecting on what themes to talk about today. And I actually went back and listened, kind of skipped through the Dez Aquilo episode. At the beginning of, at the time of recording it in the summer of 2019, I had just finished my first year of my master's and was about three months into my practicum. (laughs) Oh, how time changes. Now in the spring of 2021, I've graduated with my master's in social work and actually have a full-time job in the same agency I was doing my practicum. Life has definitely been a roller coaster since then. But the thing I found most interesting was the five themes in that episode honestly are themes I'm currently still trying to navigate. So some things change, but others remain the same. And to be fair, I don't even mean this in a bad way because I believe those five themes are key areas of growth for me, but the growing is not done and I don't think it ever will be. So any the themes of today's episode, I have five themes and I'll kind of just go through them and, you know, let me know what you think and I hope you're able to take something from them. It was a very, as I said, it was a very therapeutic experience kind of writing down my thoughts that I wanted to record today. So the first theme is it's okay to ask for help. So story time. Yesterday, I went to Costco after work. I needed to return something and pick up something else. Actually, what I needed to pick up was this foldable wagon, which honestly, I have only had it for one night, but it's been a game changer. But I digress. So I pick up the wagon and roll the cart over to my car because it was heavy, place it in the trunk and shut the trunk. And I'm sure at this point you're listening and thinking, oh my, now what's the point of this story? Patience, patience. What I didn't mention is that I placed my keys, wallet and phone down in the trunk so I could place the wagon in. And it really was like film trick because it happened in slow motion. The moment I shut the trunk, I remember that my everything was in the trunk, but it was too late. So there I was in the middle of the Costco parking lot, cold because my jacket was also in the car, tired because I'd had the longest week ever at work and hungry because I hadn't eaten all day. Thankfully, I had my Apple Watch, so I was able to call my friend Armin. But to be completely honest with you, I didn't want to. Not for any other reason, but the fact that I hate asking for help and I I know a lot of people would resonate with this like asking for help some people might not necessarily like but literally and truly is my worst thing I hate asking for help because for me it's a sign of weakness I mean if you pride yourself on being independent which I do by the way and yes I know pride comes before a fall and all that but that's not the point of the story if you pride yourself on being independent then you never want to admit that you can't handle something I literally was going to call a tow truck and wait for them to come and let me in. That is how my that's how my insane brain works. Long story short, I did in fact call Amen and she did come get me. So shout out to Amen for driving me all across town to make sure I got I could get my spare key from my apartment. You see, the other side of the coin for me is not wanting to be a burden. And I can tell you for a fact that I don't believe I was a burden to Amen in that moment, but that is what my brain tells me every time I have to ask for help. So I never do it. I try my hardest not to. I would rather do it the long way by myself than to admit I need help. Pray for me. I'm a work in progress. But I'm working But I'm working on it because case in point, I called Armin to come and support me 
as I sat on the curb, almost in tears, stranded in the Costco parking lot. Second theme, it's all about perspective. Perspective is a very fascinating concept, I find. One of the first few episodes of this podcast was titled Change the Frame. And the idea behind it is still something I'm working through. That I love times in life we really just have to switch the way we view things, change the perspective. Very simple example. I'm blessed enough to have an apartment that I love. I'm blessed to be able to afford to live in it. It's a two-bedroom, but might as well be a three-bedroom because there's just this random spare room that actually, based on the layout of the apartment, you would think would be a balcony. But because it faces the highway, it's a spare room. And actually, my first roommate had toyed with the idea of renting out the space, but I just love my space so much that I didn't want to have to share with anyone. Anyway, as usual, I digress. So the room has stayed empty for the almost two years that I've lived in this apartment. I remember complaining to my friends one day that I really wished it was a balcony because I felt like I would just have so much more use for it that way. Anyway, let me get to the point. So there was some wooden furniture in my apartment that I'd been looking to paint for like forever. And one day I finally bit the bullet. I went to buy some paint. So there I was on New Year's Eve painting in my spare room. It took me about six hours, but actually it wasn't that bad. The room has a heater. So even though it is currently cold as hell in Canada, in Kona, where I live, I was pretty comfortable and just jammed to some music, watched crossover night. It was actually a pretty good experience. And it wasn't until after I was done painting that it hit me. I'd spent so long wishing that room was a balcony, but when I needed a warm place to paint with windows so the furniture could dry, the room was in fact useful. It was all I needed. And this is a really simplistic example. I know to say that sometimes I don't still wish that room was a balcony, but once again, it drove home the point that sometimes it is all about how we choose to see things. Sometimes it really just boils down to the perspective we have. Another example that comes to mind is my biology degree. Whenever I meet people for the first time and they find out I have a degree in biology, they're always so confused. And honestly, even me myself, I'm confused. And for the past few years, I found myself feeling like my degree was useless because actually it has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm currently doing or where I envision my career going. The thing about it in my heart is in my heart during my undergrad, I knew that this degree wasn't for me. Not that I wasn't passing my classes because I was and I was somewhat interested. So it wasn't horrible. But looking back, if I'm being completely honest with myself, It never really was for me. At the time, I thought I only had two choices, to be a doctor or not to be a doctor. I have now realized there was always a third option, one that I was either too scared to see or just did not want to see. The third option was the unknown, and that is the one thing I run away from. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one. So I stuck to the most comfortable frame, going back to the point. I graduated with a biology degree. Now I'm a social worker working as a program developer at a non-profit that provides support for women with histories of addiction. Who would have thunk it? Nevertheless, where I was going with this was that hindsight really is 2020. I now find myself thinking my undergrad years would have been better spent with me in like an international relations major, sociology, or even spending some time exploring with an undecided major. The thing though is, and please tell me if I'm wrong, as an international student, you are navigating school with the understanding, in parenthesis, pressure, of all the sacrifices that are being made for you in that space. There is no room for error because of all the people that you may be letting down. So not the fault of anyone, but I allowed this pressure to take away my choice at the time. 
I have since come to a place where I try my hardest not to allow pressure to dictate my choices. Nevertheless, as I said, hindsight is in fact 2020. Even with all the regrets I may have had on the quote-unquote wasted degree, I truly believe that I wouldn't even be able to make the assertions about the regrets I have if I hadn't gone through these experiences in the first place. You see, I wouldn't be the woman I am today, and I happen to love my current self very much. So perspective. I have chosen for better or worse to view the degree as a stepping stone to the woman I am today. Even though I'm not using the physical degree, the lessons I learned while on that journey are priceless pieces of my current life. So here is to changing the frame. The third theme is idea versus reality. So I've been struggling for a while now, but more so recently, with the notion of idea versus reality. My whole life, I've had this idea of who I'm supposed to be as an individual, as a friend, as a sister, a daughter, a niece, granddaughter, insert identity here, who I was, who I was as defined by the ways I was socialized. And now in my quote-unquote journey of self-reflection, I'm finding that this idea creates a weight and a pressure that very covertly impacts the decisions that you make as a person in many areas of your life. When I think of the notion of idea versus reality, I also Sometimes I find myself thinking of social media, or maybe oftentimes. And social media is a very interesting case study. I've actually been mainly off social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat for about 10 months. And honestly, I'm not going to be one of those people that is righteous about saying, we should all go off social media, blah, blah, blah. Because for me, the reason why I went off was I couldn't handle the amount of stimulation that I was getting from it, and I needed to filter it in some way. Um, But again, I digress. Social media, I find, gives you a vivid idea of who a person is without the added weight of the reality of the person. We become so engrossed by the idea and the story that is being promoted through this idea that I think we never stop to see anything past that. Please tell me if I'm making sense. Um, Just stay with me. I think the goal is not to disregard either the idea of something nor the reality. And by that, I mean... I think both viewpoints are important I like, and, and like most things, it's about finding the balance because I believe that this idea in a, in a lot of ways may set the stage for our pursuit of the people, the person we want to become and sometimes holding on to this idea might be our defense um, or coping mechanism when navigating our realities. However, by holding on too long to the idea, you run the risk of never never allowing yourself to fully exist in the reality of your experience either. I feel like that just sounded very philosophical, but that definitely was not my intent. I hope I made sense, but let me try and see if I can tackle this from another angle. I watched an interview of Gloria Steinem and I cannot remember what she was describing, but she spoke about the case of the shoulds, like what should I do? What should I be? And it stuck with me. And like most things that stick with me, I wrote it down. And I think I wrote it down because it really resonated with this idea of, with this notion of idea versus reality. And the fallout when we are not able to meet the expectations of who we think we should be, when the reality does not match the idea. You see, the thing about shoulds is that they create a pressure on you when you are not able to be the thing or do the thing, or be the person. And I really hope that that made sense. In my head, that made sense, but let me know if you got, if you caught what I was putting out there. So the fourth is give yourself permission. And this one goes hand in hand, hand, in hand with 
the next theme, which is actually about perfection. And it's funny, I'm actually quite good at giving advice. And I'm not even trying to be cocky. I just genuinely believe I'm good at the art of advice giving. And I might be wrong, you know, if you're a person in my life and I've ever given you advice, let me know if I'm actually good or bad at it. And, but the thing is, taking the advice I give, on the other hand, is a different story. And I think that a lot of folks listening can relate to this. So one of my roles at my job is group facilitation. And in this, I often find myself saying things like, it's okay not to be okay. Give yourself permission to clients. And honestly, the notion of giving yourself permission is one that I've been trying to navigate all my life, really. But a lot more recently in the past year or so, I briefly touched on it in a few episodes, like the weight of the performance and a couple others. Taking it a step further, giving myself permission to not know has been a huge learning curve for me. And so the past couple of years, I've committed kind of two themes for the year. So people do resolutions and, you know, for a long time, I found that resolutions actually didn't really work for me. And actually, I'm going to digress a bit, but I promise I'll get back to it. This year, I was watching a video, a YouTube video by Lily Singh, and she talks about how we make New Year's like such such a big thing we do new year's resolution and all that and she was actually i guess her point was she was getting to if we make new year's such a big deal why don't we make new days a big deal so i actually committed this year one to a theme but also to this idea of you know kind of taking taking away the pressure that comes with resolution so instead of making resolutions for the full year i'm kind of hoping to do it on a month-to-month basis so at the beginning of the month i kind of come up with the goals i have for the month because in my head if the 30th or the 31st of the month comes around and i haven't necessarily been able to move through all the goals then i have the next month and i just go about it that way And for me, already I'm finding, and I'm only three weeks into this, it has taken off a lot of the pressure because I'm working on short, small-term goals that are actually quite attainable than the pressure of the big, long-term goals for the year. So just a thought. But I I bring this all up to say, twenty. so themes, I come up with themes for the year. 2019 was the year of intentionality, and I started my podcast. 2020 was the year of following my spirit, and... I worked at that in different areas of my life, trying not to settle for anything I didn't want. For 2021, the theme is we are embracing the unknown. And I mean, 2020 definitely showed us that sometimes we have no other choice but to step into the unknown, for better or for worse. If I hear the word unprecedented one more time, I think I might lose it. Insert meme, I'm gonna lose it. If you know, you know. But anyways, I'm tasking myself with stepping into the unknown and not just surviving through it, but truly embracing it. Because actually, I believe, maybe not totally, but to a great extent, that when we truly grant ourselves the permission to not know, we work to remove the pressure, whether internal or external, that has been placed on us. And honestly, I have personal experience with this. I've spent my whole life thinking... I have to know the next steps. Boarding school, university, shitty full-time job, straight to grad school, straight to full-time work. And although I, I might have some regrets, I wouldn't have it any other way because all those experiences have made me who I am today. But sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I had allowed myself time to pause and just take account of my life. All the events of the past year have really forced us to pause and kind of sit in it. And by it, I mean the reality of the lives that we live and really take stock of the things that are important to us. And after taking this time to pause, this forceful pause as it was, I think I'm ready. Maybe 35%. 
to embrace all the unknowns that 2021 might bring. I'll be sure to let you know how it goes. I haven't been confronted with too many unknowns as of yet, but the year is still early. For me, it's about giving myself permission to just be. Easier said than done, I know, but ultimately, do what you are doing and enjoy it. Don't get consumed with the shoulds. You don't have to get it right the first time. And I'm really saying this as an affirmation to myself. Give yourself time. Take time to figure out your life. There is no rush. I promise you. It might seem like it is. There is, but there's no rush. And the fifth and final thing. Your productivity does not equate to your worth. Perfection is an illusion. As a task-oriented person, this was a very hard pill to swallow. You see, when I was a child, my mom used to say, what is worth doing is worth doing well, Amana. And I remember it always referred to some kind of chore that she had told me to do. And it's interesting how sayings from our childhood carry on into our adulthood insidiously without me ever realizing this statement has become a core principle in my life in every area. You see, what this statement has come to mean for me is perfection. And I don't think that was my mother's intention. For her, I'm sure she was hoping to encourage me to put my best foot forward in everything I do. But this statement has become the overarching cloud of how I exist in my life, which has kind of transformed into this belief that I have to be good at everything I do. And when I say everything, I mean absolutely everything. And if you know me, this won't come as a shock to you. I want to be good at everything because somehow, without me even realizing it, I have come to equate my ability to my worth. It's not fun, trust me. Because what happens is, if I feel like I have to be good at everything, even though I'm, is that I feel like I have to be good at everything, even though I might have never done it before. Take, for example, baking. One of the big things that came out of 2020 was for me, one of the big things that came out of 2020 for me was my love of baking. I don't even know how it happened, but almost a year later, tens of pictures and baked goods late after. It has become a form of self-care for me. But it really is a fine line because I love baking, but I think a big motivator for me is that I is the look on my coworkers' faces when I bring in something. I love baking, but I also love the fact that I'm good at it and I don't know which one came before. So when I attempt to bake something and it doesn't come out the way it's supposed to, I find myself like kind of reprimanding myself, like, oh my gosh, you should know better, insert, insert, dot, dot, dot. And really, it's in all points of my life, as I said, I'm a task-oriented person, so I write to-do to do lists all the time. It's my way of making sure I get to all the things I have to do. And at the end of the day, I find that I base how I feel on how much I've accomplished that day. I don't know when this started or how it came to be, but without fail, at the end of the day, I find myself going through the list of the things I did or did not accomplish that day. It's such a bad habit. And I'm trying my hardest to separate the web to kind of untangle the web and rest in my worth as a person separate from an external factor am i the only one feeling this way let me know if you also find yourself doing any of these things honestly i didn't even plan for the themes to be related but it just happened like that so those are the things i've been reflecting on zakilo happy birthday i I miss you more than words can ever explain but i know you're making the angels laugh sincerely omina I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording. P.S. I actually set up a microphone and all in my apartment, so let me know how the audio sounds. Questions. I was doing this at the beginning of the podcast journey, and now I've decided to be consistent. So here is a question for you to reflect on after listening to the episode. If you were to think of a theme for 2021, what would it be? 
that is my only question for you this week before i sign out special shout out to ed the dj for the intro and outro music i appreciate you don't forget to follow like comment subscribe and all that good stuff this podcast is available on all the pl- platforms you could ever want to listen to it on send me a dm send me a tweet anything i would love to hear from you and for the next two weeks um hopefully i am back in two weeks don't forget to be unapologetically intentional love you bye